Get ready for Ready Radio with Doug and Aaron. It's emergency preparedness for everyone. Brought to you by True Prep. For all your prepping needs, visit True Prep online at truprep.com or visit a True Prep store in Roswell or Marietta. Listen in as Doug and Aaron provide helpful tips on how to get ready. Ready or not, here comes Ready Radio. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to Ready Radio right here on News Talk 1160, the talk of the town, our, our flagship station. And Ready Radio has come through a lot of changes this last year, and everybody's been very, you know, good. All of our listener base has been reaching out to us. We get lots of emails and comments on the Facebook page, and everybody's so interactive, and we enjoy hearing so much feedback from everybody. And one of the things that, that you know, was one of the biggest changes was, of course, when Aaron came and, and became my co-host and has been working with us so diligently to, to build the Ready Radio empire as it is and, and us to have interesting topics and we've really enjoyed some of the things that we've been able to do the last uh, year and, and a couple of months that we've been on the radio you know things like having having the kids on to talk about being better prepared and having the owners of True Prep on a, a while back and Dr. Gil Mobley Dr. Gil Mobley and and uh, the, the author of 299 Days series yes um, and, and I mean we've had some wonderful guests we've had some great topics and you know one of the things that, that this show Show is and why, why I think that we're different than you know a lot of the prepping podcasts or or the Alex Jones show or any other outlet that kind of is prepper centric is that we're more of a family based show and I think that that's really important because. You know, prepping is about being ready, not just in and of yourself. It's not about being a lone wolf and out there, you know, surviving in the wilderness. And, you know, there there are places where you might be by yourself or where you don't have anyone else around. You might end up being survivor man in the Arctic or on a desert island somewhere. But the truth is, is that in, in a, re, a re, realistic and a real economic collapse, in a realistic scenario, you're going to have, you know, your neighbors, you're going to have your colleagues, you're going to have your family and your friends, and everybody pulls together to make things work. And so, you know, I, I'm thinking this last week, I, I made a trip down to visit my family in Valdosta, where it's, even though it's January, it's 80 degrees and sunny and rainy and beautiful and hot. And it feels like, you know, Alaska on its hottest summer day in the middle of January. And it got me thinking about spring and springtime. And so I think that the perfect topic for a family-oriented show coming into the new year and looking ahead to spring is prepping for weddings. What do you think? Prepping for weddings. Prepping for weddings. Well, springtime is a pretty heavy wedding season. And and weddings are an interesting chance for you to get more people involved in prepping. I mean, think about it. Because you're going to be having a gift registry. And you're going to be having a lot of people who you know really well and a lot of people who are just more tangential come to this event and get involved in your life. And it's a great way for you to showcase some of the ways that you want to be more prepared, be prepared for a new life that you're going to be entering into with a new partner and making sure that your partner is equally yoked with you and someone who wants to be involved in this kind of lifestyle. I mean, how many topics have we done over the last year? How to get your spouse involved in prepping, right? I want to know, you know, this brings up an interesting idea in my head. Is it acceptable to ask for like 200 quart mason jars on the gift registry? Well, I think absolutely, which is why uh, I think True Prep should be rolling out their wedding bridal gift registry option on their page so that you can go through and scan items at True Prep and have a registry ready to go. I I bet you the owners of True Prep have not thought of that, and I I bet that's a great idea. I bet they've not thought about it, but if we can get some of our listeners to to email, you know, uh, info at trueprep.com, that's T-R-U-P-R-E-P, or you can even email 
email. What, what were one of the other email addresses that people should contact? Joey at TruePrep.com. J-O-E-Y at TruePrep.com. Or, or Matthew. Yes, especially Matthew. Matthew. Ma- Matthew would be the this best person. This would be person. his pet project. Uh-huh. He would love to be creating a gift registry for bridal showers, for baby showers, for weddings. I think that this is a brilliant way to get more people involved. So when they go to you know say, well, where are you registered at? You could say Kohl's or you could say Macy's or you could say True Prep. And then you could go online and pick out the items on the registry on their website and have them directly mailed. Does Cabela's have a, a wedding registry, I wonder? That's a good question. Like, what are you asking for? What kind of stuff are you all looking for for your wedding? Well, I, I I thought we needed a camouflage bedspread and a 12-gauge. <laughs> well, you know, Cabela's has, has a lot of the same products that True Prep has. They have the meat grinders. They've got the mm-hmm. freeze-dried food. They've got all the camping equipment, the lightweight stuff for bug-out bags. But the difference is, is that True Prep is locally owned and operated, and, of course, they're going to get this gift registry up and rolling. We love True Prep because oh, yes. they're locally owned and operated. In fact, I prefer to buy from local stores. Even even if you're you know in Montana or Utah, you can buy locally from True Prep online. Yes, you can. And um, make sure that it's going to a, a small business, very small. Very small business. Just one location at this point up in there in Marietta, but they're hoping to grow. Well, I mean, everybody's hoping to grow in the economy we've got right now. So what what sort of items do you think should be on the basic prepper's gift registry for a wedding? You know, I'm not sure. Camping toilet paper would be at the top of my list. Why would you want camping toilet paper rather than just rolls of Charmin? Because you know was, my, that was sarcasm, Doug. My, you know my, what? I'm not really sure that the camp, you know the camping toilet paper that's supposed to like dissolve quicker. Uh-huh. I don't think I'm really interested in ever using this product because I want to make sure that I'm not going to have a mess on my hands. You don't want <laughs> so, to dissolve you know, too fast. Yeah. yeah, rapid dissolve toilet paper. But um, I, 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 a <coughs> wedding registry for True Prep. Uh, the, the things I would put. Would be mason jars and 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 homesteading things, but you know how I am. Pressure canner, a pressure canner, maybe wheat grinder, meat grinder, grain, wheat, wheat, wheat. Grain. I would I would want both a grain grain mill and a meat grinder, because mm-hmm. you know occasionally you have to threaten the new husband and tell him you're going to make him grind his own wheat for bread and if he doesn't straighten. You know it. if if depending on what kind of wedding it is over on the Kudzu Tactical side they sell shotguns. Hey, shotgun wedding. <laughs> <laughs> wow and yes they sell those to the father of the bride <laughs> amen <laughs> so i mean there's there's a lot of great things that you could do there you know put on a gift registry that people would enjoy getting for their wedding and and you know that's we we talked about christmas gift giving and we've talked about some of the other holidays and how to get people excited and involved in prepping through the holiday well this you know if you and your spouse to be in this upcoming springtime june wedding season are looking to get more people involved in a prepping lifestyle this is a great way to do it the other side of this is i'm sure that anyone who is into emergency preparedness at this point in their lives when they're getting married is going to have other people of like minds and so they're going to be encouraged to give you gifts which are substantial for home and for an emergency to begin with and true prep is a great place to go well there's also the um party favors that you put on the at the tables uh-huh and you could always get something like one of those fire starters yeah sparkers and, and gifts for the bridesmaids and the groomsmen uh, i know that one of the employees at true prep gave away um AR-15 receivers to all of his groomsmen as a wedding gift. And You know, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to give my bridesmaids. I have no idea. Year supply of food. 
No. <laughs> I don't think so. Can you imagine? You know, my bridesmaids are my sister and my niece. Your supply of food, my 13-year-old niece will be like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, you know, that would also be one way to make sure that they wouldn't fit into their bridesmaids' dresses again at the end of the year. You no gave kidding. them a year's supply of, of high-calorie food. Mountain house. Yeah. It's tasty stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong, but yeah, there's there's enough calories and salt in there to, to kill a horse if you're not out working at all. I mean, it's designed to be backpacker food, so you're out there yeah. burning 3,000 calories a day and replenishing it. But then if you were, you know, like sitting in a bunker eating this stuff three meals a day, you, you might pack on a few pounds. I saw the best YouTube video It's like what yesterday. happens to cops and donuts. <laughs> listen, listen to this, okay? Best YouTube video ever. It was uh, about hummus. It was called All About That Paste. Okay. Uh huh. And and this Arab guy is singing about how it's it's um, um, good from Iraq to Istanbul and and don't buy it in the plastic containers and it's to the soon the, the it's to, sung to the tune of all about that bass. And it was very funny. You're talking about the I'm all about the treble, the treble, the treble, no the treble, bass, no treble, no treble. Yeah, it's all about that bass, no treble. Well, this was it's all about that paste. You know that is the most annoying hums. song I've heard in a long time. Um, second only to Hanson Mbop. Mm-hmm. And I, every time I hear it on the radio, I'm like, oh. <laughs> See, I don't listen to stations that would play that. You flip through, like you hit the scan button. That's how I discovered the song to begin with. Was the scan button and. I was like, what were they saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Horrible. I don't understand how any of this passes as music, by the way. And I mean, it's just like, are the music execs completely tone deaf and, and like stupid or? Everything is awesome. Yeah. Everything is cool when you're part of the team. Nice, Doug. Thank you. <laughs> don't, my, make, don't make me get the craggle for your mouth <laughs> my my favorite restaurant is any chain restaurant and my favorite show is honey where's my pants by the way yeah you've watched that movie one too many times with your six-year-old haven't you yes yeah yeah and your president business president business uh-huh it's the only will ferrell movie i can stomach you know what my favorite will ferrell movie is what elf oh when he's eating the syrup on his spaghetti, I'm gagging and laughing at the same time. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, really? Wow. So, yeah, um, you know, we, we've got uh, – the idea is weddings and how to bring, incorporate prepping into a wedding and, and to be more involved. And so we've got a gift registry idea. When we come back, we're going to talk about things that you could actually do at your wedding to get people more involved in prepping and then how to be prepared for a future life together. You're listening to Ready Radio right here on News Talk 1160, the talk of the town. And now back to Ready Radio with Doug and Aaron. Welcome back, everybody. In this beautiful, sunny uh, Saturday, we are looking out over Atlanta thinking about springtime and how to be ready for springtime. And what we've got is wedding season. Wedding season is coming up upon us, and you need to be preparing for your prepper weddings. And so Aaron and I are discussing what is the best way to have a truly prepper wedding. I mean, obviously, you're going to serve mountain house food, right? Uh, uh, serve mountain house food for real uh-huh i mean you could do a taste testing i guess <laughs> prepper wedding and let's get out the box cake there you go <laughs> right uh-huh um you do like my wedding and let everybody bring their gun 
Well, you know, I, that's a given. I mean, how could you have a wedding without an armed wedding party? Armed wedding party's awesome. You know, if you do tuxes, you wear PPKs. If you, you know, are doing more like a rustic cowboy theme, you can bring your, your single-action armies. Life is good. Yep. It's going to be fun. So um, what do you think would be some great decoration ideas for a prepper wedding? I, all I can think is putting your bridesmaids in Tyvek suits. I don't know why. Well, well I'm, I'm thinking you could, you could have table runners made out of Mylar bags, and you could, you could like make bows out of emergency blankets for the ends of the pews so they, you know, in the church. Do you think you could fold up a, an origami Mylar? You know, I'm sitting here and I'm planning my own wedding, and I'm thinking about how tacky all this would be. And then I'm wondering, I wonder if we could use the church, the the Walking Dead used. Oh, that would be awesome, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. And everybody's like, you know, just use the church where they rang the bell in The Walking Dead. Just where's your wedding going to be? That church where they rang the bell in The Walking Dead. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what do we need to bring? Water for enough for your family for three days. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, well, that's something you could serve water. You could serve... Um, Water from the little Daytrex pouches. Everyone could have a pouch on their, their... I believe that you never need to go into the wedding planning business. Um, my recommendation is you keep your J job as an attorney. <laughs> and you help people with the other ends of this, which is divorce. <laughs> <laughs> because if you help with the wedding, it's just going to end that way anyway. Well, I do run a special on divorces. I mean, I'm one of the Two cheapest... Two for one, right? <laughs> I'm one of the cheapest people in town to, for an uncontested, and if it is contested, I do a flat fee so you don't get held over a barrel and run out of money. Because the truth is, the person who wins the divorce is the one who runs out of money last. So if you have you a f- a fa- paid a flat fee, you don't have to worry about running out of money. You can mill the other person. <laughs> you mill them into the ground, yeah, and it really does change the way the entire game is played. And so the way you rig this up is contact Doug at kingslawoffice.com. That's K-I-N-G-S lawoffice.com. Yep. And, and tell contact you, me and you need a divorce in, in, the Georgia, in Georgia. If you're out of, out of state, folks, sorry, I'm only licensed here in Alaska. But, um, if yeah. you need an Alaskan divorce, it's going to be a cold, cold winter for I, you. <laughs> I, I, can, I can pull that one off, too. There, sure there, there are court rules that allow me to keep practicing there, too. But anyway, um, it, yeah, I, I think that you know you could do an awful lot of things to bring prepping into your your I do ceremony. I mean, think just think about in terms of um, the vows. I mean, that's a, a good place where you could start to to think ahead about your the future together. And you know, of course, we were talking. I the, promise to love, honor, cherish, and outrun zombies with you. Outrun zombies with you, yeah, and never to shoot you until in the, the apocalypse like do us part. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, we were talking a little bit about in the first segment about being equally yoked. And that's a that's an important thing. I mean, if you're thinking about getting married and there are a lot of young people with stars in their eyes right now, of course, you know, it's true also that the marriage rate is down overall. People are not choosing to make that lifetime commitment. Well, they're not choosing to make the lifetime commitment because a lot of it ends in divorce. And the truth of the matter is that's where people are unprepared. Yeah. They don't prepare for a lifetime with this person. They don't consider what a lifetime with this person is going to be. And people they change. Look at them, well, and they look at the marriage as completely disposable. They don't try to repair things when they're broken. They just trash it and find a new one. Yeah, that's for sure. Of course, some of these people are worth putting in the trash. I, I can't defend some cheating scum. 
Yeah, that that's true too. I mean, there's there's definitely a biblical basis for divorce. That in in my religious you know realm, that there's a good reason to be divorced. And if you have a spouse who is you know, being unfaithful, then that's perfectly acceptable. However, if you have a spouse who is simply difficult to live with, then I think that you have an obligation once you make that commitment. And there's too many people who just don't understand what that commitment really means. So I'm going to make it blunt. If you're Look at it, spending your life with someone. Don't try to turn a whore into a housewife. Uh, yeah. Um, you, you've got to make a, a, a d- decision that you're going to spend your life with this person and that you are going to have common goals and a common, you know, outlook on life. And that's important you when you're first getting common started. common morals and com- common interests. goals and common interests because it's not just about – sex and and when that fades away you've got to have something else to sustain your marriage on yeah and you have to have you know a a a reasonable goal for your life that you can see each other working towards and if you don't have that then what are you going to do you know when when the the romance fades there's not much left but you know we we talk about being prepared well preparing a life together is is a similar sort of thing and if you are Going in divergent directions, if you're marrying someone who may be sweet and kind and a nice person, but he or she doesn't look at life and doesn't want to be prepared and likes to bury their head in the sand, then you're going to end up as the topic of one of our discussions that we used to have you know, a few months ago with how do you get your spouse involved in prepping when they think you're a nutball and they don't want to even buy an extra box of Band-Aids because the store will always be there. And you can't – some people you can't get over that hump. And, and you're going, there's some people that are never going to – be able to see that point of view of what if what if what if Mm -hmm. because they're so used to walmart being their safety net exactly that they'll never be able to even imagine life without walmart and And see i grew up in a world without walmart so for me it's not an imagination it's a memory and i moved to a place where you couldn't get everything at a moment's notice at best you would order it and it would show up a few weeks later i mean it was really like living in the 1880s out on the frontier you ordered everything in powdered form out there, didn't you? Not necessarily. Like powdered milk, powdered Gatorade? No, I, well, powdered Gatorade, yes. But I, I, I drank real milk. I, it was expired, but it was real milk at least. It was expired, but it was real milk. So you're telling me it was like chunky monkey ice cream. No, it was not quite that expired. But, you know, it would be, it would be a day past its expiration date. That way we could yeah. only get it for $7 a gallon. And see, that's crazy. Instead of paying 12 And you know, I was griping a, a few months back about gas being more expensive than milk per gallon. Uh-huh. And now you're telling me about $7 a gallon milk. And I'm like, oh, never milk. mind. <laughs> Ex- expired milk at 7 bucks a gallon, 12 bucks a gallon for the unexpired. And it still only had three or four days to its expiration date. Because it took that long to get it from Seattle to Anchorage to Dillingham. Mm. It almost would make you want to get a cow and let it live in your living room. <laughs> no, thank you. I know what cows do. Mm-hmm. I know what they do, too. For $7 a gallon of milk, I'll put up with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're we're talking about being, you know, finding someone who has a common idea about how life works and, and the realities of it. And that's the biggest. We, we were talking a little bit about the divorces I do in my job. That's one of the the number one reasons for divorce is you have someone who can't live within their spouse's means. You know, or either, their own means. I mean, be it husband of, or wife. A lot of couples nowadays are, are not completely mixing their finances. There may be some joint accounts, but not all money is mixed together. Mm-hmm. And so you'll have one spouse. That runs through their own money and then hits up the joint savings or 
credit card and maxes that out or empties it completely. And then it's like, oh, I didn't buy anything but food. Yeah. I mean, it, it can be a real struggle. And these are the sort of, sort of things that you need to contemplate when you're getting into a relationship. And, you know, we're kind of talking about romantic relationships today with weddings and wedding season. But, you know, this is the same kind of rubric that you need to think about when you're talking about forming a group if there was a disaster or people you want to associate with during an emergency. And that sort of group mentality, you want to pick out people who are responsible and, and who understand, you know, meeting people's needs. Because you can go the other other way too you can have people who are so strict and so regimented that they're they're not doling out enough food or water to keep somebody safe and see i'm not like that either but i'm a little bit of a cheapskate and when it comes down to the wedding i'm planning i've actually paid 79 dollars for my wedding dress mm-hmm. because i'm tightwad <laughs> and there are ways to get a name brand wedding dress for 79 bucks if you know how yeah thank you amazon and so, you know, we're, if, if you think about trying to form a group and wanting to have mutual assistance during an emergency, you need to make the same. I mean, these are people that you, you're not making a lifetime commitment to. But there is a long-term commitment but there's to a, survive. There's, and it's a heightened level of, of danger in this sort of a situation. So they've got to be someone that you can really count on. And so it's kind of the same sort of mentality. And you want people that you're going to have to survive with that are good stewards of what they have. Exactly. And who are responsible and who realize that you can't shortchange people and that you need, it's not just about them. There's got to be a give and take that they make sure that resources are evenly divided, that everybody is taken care of, that everybody cooperates, that everybody works together, that all of these different divergent aspects are pulled into each other so that it's safe and effective and meaningful, just like a marriage. Just like a marriage. It's not it's not always like that in marriage. Well, it should be. It's supposed to be. That's the way it was designed and that's I guess the reason you have a job. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not always like that. Uh, people are very selfish nowadays and <laughs> and it's hard to find someone who's willing to give as much as you are. And and working together to, to give as much as you can is important in a marriage. It's important in a survival situation. It's important in any kind of group dynamics. I mean, there's too often that, you know, you get assigned a group project and you end up saying, well, I guess I'm just going to do everything because these people won't pull their weight. And if you're in that kind of group dynamic in a survival situation, you're you're not going to make it. That's just it. And that's how all of our middle school projects were. Mm-hmm. So, folks, we're coming up on a commercial break. We'll be right back to talk more about how to be prepared for the rest of your life here on Ready Radio on News Talk 1160, the talk of the town. And now back to Ready Radio with Doug and Aaron. Welcome back, everybody. We've been talking about getting ready for the rest of your life. Uh, we, we've been using a, a metaphor about marriage, and we also have been talking a little bit about divorce and about you know being picking a good partner, whether it be for the rest of your life or for a survival situation. And you know these are important topics to think about, and how you work with other people, and how you mate up with other people, and how they fit different roles in your group or in your situation. And you know we're looking ahead at how to be prepared for a future. And here you've got. Uh, you know, it, it really is a good analogy to talk about a marriage because, you know, you've got this big event that happens mm-hmm. and everybody is excited and it's kind of daunting and scary, but emotionally, you know, you're, you're, you're pulling together and doing great things and it's exciting. And then after that, things kind of settle into a new normal. You know, I realized while shopping for rings recently 
about investments. I was really taking a, a moment to kind of reflect on investments because when you purchase jewelry, you want to purchase something that's going to go up in value eventually instead of just down, 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 down. Right. And marriage is an investment, but also the people that you would rely on in the event of the apocalypse, you want them to be people that you can invest in as well. Exactly. People that are going to learn new skills right now while the world is still functioning that they can take into the future with them. And even if nothing ever happens, these are the friends and family that you're going to rely on, you know, for the good times as well as the bad. I mean, these the your your group, your your support group for an emergency shouldn't be estranged from you during the good times. They should, you know, laugh when you laugh and weep when you weep and be there for you. And these are the people that you invite to your wedding and and to your kids' birthday parties and to that. Halloween party. Um, or, or you know, you're where you got a promotion at work and you're having a barbecue to celebrate it and cracking open a few root beers and playing table tennis in the backyard, you know? Yeah, these, these, these are going to be your friends and family. Now, not all of our friends are people that we would want to have, you know, our backs during an apocalypse. But when you should have a core group that you look at and say, these are the people that if, if, something bad happened if if the the stuff hit the fan that i would turn to and there's you know probably five or ten people that you are very close with who you could count on in that kind of a situation honestly i think in my case there's more like three or four um it's hard to get my trust and once you have my trust you're in but it's taken people years and there's only three or four people that i ever turn to in an emergency and I, I think I have a little more diverse group of friends than you do. I, I can probably count somewhere between five and ten people who I know that in a pinch would come out and, and help and make sure that what needed to be done was done. And I would help them as much as I'm physically and mentally able to. And see, I don't consider someone a friend unless I would feel comfortable leaving them in my house unattended and knowing they would never touch anything. I can see that. And so their acquaintance is up until that point. Right. And so, you know, we're, we're talking about getting ready for the long term and, and for the rest of our lives. You know, making a, 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 a plan on who you want to marry is a lot like planning on who are your close friends and who are the people who are going to be there for an emergency. And so, you know, we, we have to make sure that they are the, the right kind of people, that they have the right kind of mindset, that they are, you know, supportive and, and willing to pitch in and, and do their part and not be a drain and that you're not a drain on them, that everybody's working together for a common goal. And while people have diverse interests or diverse abilities, we work together as a group. And that's really the, the most important thing. And whether you're, it's it's a survival group or it's a marriage working together having common goals having a belief in one another that you're going to do your part and 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 carry your weight and help everybody is crucial and when that when that falls apart then that's when you know you either end up in divorce or in a survival situation you might end up dead i mean that's that's really the crux the crucible that people go through because and that's it there is no divorce in survival situation and if you have to part ways you're parting ways with part of yourself animosity it, with well not not just that but if you if you have picked the right people then everybody in your group has a specific function mm-hmm. so it's like parting ways with your eyes or your hands yeah and well you know i 
I, I'm a Christian, and this goes back to the idea of the whole body of Christ. Just because you're not an eye doesn't mean you're less important. You know, the hands are just as important as the eyes. It's just as important as the nose or, or the calf muscle in order to be able to te- make the whole body work. And so people have different functions. People have different ability levels. You know, you may have somebody who is elderly and not able to physically work, but who has a knowledge base that can help people who are young and strong but don't have the knowledge of what to do. You might have some people who, you know, are kind of a jack of all trades but master of none and they they can f- fulfill a variety of, of roles as in a helping capacity where <clears throat> a, a specialist would be great you know to oversee them so i mean getting a, a a diverse group together that can handle any situation is really a miracle in and of itself so you you know you'd want a, a guy that was good with say handguns and another guy that's good with bow and arrow and then another guy that's really good with with rifles or good with cooking and well you'd want some some ladies around that are they're good cooks and then these guys that can come in and bring them a whole animal and they can skin it and process it and store it mm-hmm. and you'd want just people with a bunch of different talents all around even even some of the less um material talents you know it would be good to have somebody who was really good at psychology somebody who was really good really funny emotionally to help people get through the hard parts or smooth over differences and and arguments and you know even if you look at the walking dead they they all have their own little thing they're good at like carl's good at running and getting in trouble carl is and getting shot yeah but there's we love carl he's from georgia the the ladies (laughs) at the very beginning you know they're they're one of them's like, hey, let's go down to this lake and do some laundry. Mm-hmm. It's a rock quarry. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that that would be me. I'd be the lady that's like, hey, we're going to go over here and we're going to figure out which ones of these mushrooms we can eat and which ones we can't. By feeding them to Carl. No. <laughs> no. See, that's where you feed them to the wife beater guy. Yeah. You remember the wife beater guy I in the first the episode? I wife beater guy. Yeah, the, he's the, the mushroom tester. See, that's what he's good at. <laughs> yes, feed feed ex-husbands mushrooms. Got it. <laughs> anyway, we're we're looking at you know what different aspects of being involved and in, and in pulling together, and and we we've been talking a lot about uh, end of end of the world type groups, but I want to circle back around to our our primary topic, which was weddings and being married and and working together. And I think that it's really important now. I mean, before, you know, people decide to get married, before people, you know, tie the knot and and make a promise for forever. And that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a promise for forever, unless, you know, there's, at least in my religious viewpoint, cheating involved. Then you need to to look at more than just now you need to look at in 30 years and 40 years and 50 years and 60 years and you know for some of the really young people 70 years out because life expectancy keeps expanding and expanding some of these kids that are getting married at 18 and 19 today should be married until they're in their 80s and 90s i mean think about that and how are how are you able to make a choice that you're going to live with one person for all of that 67 years yeah i mean how how do you do that how do you how do you mentally wrap your head around living with just this one person and all of their their physical problems and mental or emotional problems all their ups and downs and everything in between for 70 years then these kids have no idea no they they see oh it's cute it's cool to be married we'll get married and that we'll have some kids and and he'll get a job and it'll be okay and we'll just live and and then they you get married and you go about 10 years in and he has an affair <laughs> and yeah he, it's never it's never exactly like you picture it's going to be. It's kind of like that Rod Stewart song or 
I mean, there's so. I mean, think about all the rock and roll songs that are about young love, but there's there aren't very many songs about little ditty about Jack and Diane, or um, um, I'm trying to think of the Rod Stewart song, the one it was very fast paced. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> no, that's Billy not Joel. Rod Stewart. Um, the the um. Anyway, it's not going to come to me in, in the amount of time that we have, I'm afraid. But, you know, we, we, there are lots of songs about young love and, and running away and falling in love and, and having a kid or, or you know, um, we we ain't got money, but we got each other sort of songs. It's not forever young. No. Um, I can't have dead air. So. Dead air, yeah. I have no idea which one. I just try to Google it. It's not coming up. Yeah. Um, but... There are all these songs about young love, but there aren't songs about, you know, working through the hard parts and, and making it last. But There are know, country songs about it. There's country songs about losing everything. I never heard no, about making it. No, there's country songs about um, this, the guy that goes to the bar and he says, give me oh, I know that a one. cup I know. of the good stuff. P- Pina Colada song, right? No. Oh. That's not country? No, you're talking about the lime and the coconut. No, I'm talking about... If you like pina colada, no, that's not country. And getting caught in the rain. And if they, you sing it with a twang, it is. Have an affair. <laughs> have you heard the country version of Gin and Juice? I don't know that one with it's the a non-country Dog song. Oh, if you, I swear, if you wore a cowboy hat and sang it with a twang, pina colada song could be a country song. We'll be back after our commercial break. By the way, we'll continue our conversation about the pina colada song right here on Ready Radio News Talk eleven sixty V Talk of the Town. And now back to Ready Radio with Doug and Aaron. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Ready Radio. And so this is the segment where we talk about the True Prep product of the week. And, of course, you can go get your gift registry done at True Prep. And for all your bridal showers, baby shower, wedding shower, any kind of shower you need, even if it's just a rain shower. You know, don't they sell the portable showers at True Prep? They do. That's they, all the shower you can withstand. There you go. And solar showers to keep you warm in, in the, the, the wilderness. Anyway, so when you're doing your gift registry, we, the product of the week that we think that you should absolutely put on your gift registry at True Prep Because is, after your wedding, the next morning, you should be able to cook your husband breakfast. You should ask for... Tactical bacon in a can. Or or Yoder's bacon in a can if you want to save three bucks. Because, you know, just because it comes from CMMG doesn't mean it's any better bacon. And, in fact, they're packed in the same plant. And the Yoder's bacon comes in the same can from the same factory, and it's $3 cheaper. Is it Amish bacon since it's got the name Yoder's? I don't think so. Oh, usually anything that says Yoder's. But it is camouflage wrapped. Just in the CMMG, the tactical bacon is black and white, but the Yoder's bacon is camouflage. So Camouflage wrapped bacon. There you go. To cook for your honey on the morning after you get married while you're on your honeymoon. You, well, you, know, you, you don't can, even have to have refrigeration for this. You can just throw it into your bag and go. I was thinking that instead of saving a piece of wedding cake for a year to eat, you could save bacon in a can for a year and eat that. It'd be just as fresh as the day you bought it. Exactly. <laughs> so there you go. So Powdered eggs. Powdered eggs. Get some tactical bacon. Get some some beef in a can. And Ever had the bread in a can? Yes, I have. I've had it with raisins. Uh huh. Yeah, raisin bread in a can is actually not that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I I don't know if True Prep carries that, but they should if they don't. They should because everyone likes bread in a you can. You know, I made cakes in jars one time. Jar cake. Jar cake. Do you uh, make that for Marines? No. 
for oh, jarheads. Jarheads. No. Oh. But I made it's kind of like a fruit cake, but not as fruity. Applesauce cake in mm-hmm. a jar. And I sealed them shut, and they stayed. Because you can dry can things in your oven, and it'll cause the, the lids to seal. Uh-huh. And you can seal them shut, and they'll last for two years in, in the jar. Cake. That's really impressive. I'm sorry. It sounds like you've got a little bit of that um, I am upper respiratory. St- I am still, still getting over a cold from a couple of weeks ago. My kids brought something home from school that was really nasty. I it was kind of Ebola-esque, huh? Yeah. Did you bleed from the eyes or anything? No, I bled from my nose a little bit when I coughed so hard, but that oh, was about it. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. So anyway, um, the great products at True Prep swing by and see their sole location up on 1000 Cobb Parkway North in Marietta. It's a great opportunity to swing through and pick up a shotgun for that wedding or some canned bacon or or um, some Mylar bags to make your wedding dress out of. I mean, anything you need, they've got there at True Prep. And also, True Prep does canning classes, dehydration classes, etc. And while you're in there, ask about those and sign up for a canning or dehydration class. Or soap gar- making. Soap making or gardening. I mean, they've got mm-hmm. a whole bunch of different things. Their heirloom seeds are coming in. And, and I remember, it's been a little while, but I remember last time I was in there, Mark was teaching those gardening classes and is a great guy to talk to so go up to true prep and and talk to them about their upcoming availability of classes and i I hope that everybody gets what they need for this upcoming spring season there i am actually the teacher at true prep now for those classes even even the gardening one no i don't think they have the gardening one right now oh i'm not sure but i probably could teach the gardening one (laughs) i have no doubt about i just remember it was about a year ago that mark was working there and he came in and gave a, a nice speech with us about gardening so that was that was really fun and you can go back and listen to our old episodes on readyradio.net and i know that that episode was in there about about a year ago now you can listen to that one or any episode about seven months ago you had the cheese episode i love that episode yes the cheese episode was really good jesse came in and she did a fantastic job on that one and we've had so many people you know come in over the last year and contribute but you can listen to any one of these episodes on readyradio.net you could send aaron or i an email at doug at readyradio.net or aaron at readyradio.net you can follow us on facebook and twitter um social media is one of our fortes so look us up there and follow us for news and information you can uh reach out to us individually or personally through our emails here i'm available at doug at kingslawoffice.com if you have any legal questions or problems that come up in the north georgia area in the meantime though i am also a seamstress i would like to mention that if anybody ever needs any alterations done they can contact me or costumes. Aaron at Ready Yeah, I do a lot of costumes. Period correct cowboy outfits, period correct Renaissance, Renaissance or mm-hmm. Pirate or um, Disney. Um, now that Disney does Star Wars too. Woohoo! Yeah, I mean, she's done some really impressive things. Maybe we can put some of that up on our website this next week. I'm Aaron at ReadyRadio.net, and I will make almost any custom thing you can show me a picture of. So there we go. Uh, folks, you know, we, we enjoy doing this show. We enjoy being here week after week, trying to get people excited to think about being up, ready for an emergency in different ways. And and I think that, you know, talking about weddings and living with somebody for the rest of your life is a great way to, to start to think about how to be prepared. And you want to be prepared for your lives together. You want to be prepared for any emergencies that pop up. You want to be prepared and look for the right kind of mate, someone who complements you and well balances you, whether it's a, a mate for a lifetime and a husband or a wife or mates who are going to be hanging around the campfire during, you know, the power being out or the zombies running loose. I mean, no matter which 
connotation that word has, whether physical or friend, it's always important to find the people who are the right people for you and bring them together and to help each other and be cooperative with each other and be prepared with each other. And some of that involves go running down to troop prep and dropping some money on some supplies. Some of it involves working together as a team through something fun, maybe a, a kayaking trip or maybe you know playing airsoft together once in a while just as a bonding experience. And some of it involves just being in close contact through Facebook or Twitter or however you choose to you know keep in touch with the people in your lives. And sometimes you know we we're so busy these days not everybody can can drop everything and get together for lunch or a meal like we'd like to be able to but sometimes it's important to take the time to actually meet face to face to sit down and enjoy each other's company and to touch base so that you know that these are the people you can count on in an emergency and you want to always be able to turn to those people and say hey remember that time we did this and this and this when the emergency does occur it's, yeah, it's a way bonding. to break uh, the monotony of like, well, hiking through the woods, walking from zombies, trying to Arrgh. survive, you know, yeah. remember that time we, th- we pushed that car into the lake by accident. You know? <laughs> yeah. It, it does break up the monotony of having to decapitate zombies. I can tell you that. Uh, you know, well, I would say that after a while, I would say the first couple are kind of rough. But after a while, it just becomes kind of commonplace, and it's kind of like biting the heads off of gummy bears. Or or swatting mosquitoes. The ears off of the chocolate rabbit. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's awful, isn't it? it that's really <laughs> that's really rough, yeah. Um, but, you know, the, what we're doing is we're trying to build friendships. We're trying to build relationships. We're trying to build on each other and, and, and have a sense of community because that's something that's really sorely missing in our, our society now. And the way to get that sense of community with your friends and your and your family is to spend time with them and do things with them, even if it's go go to a wedding with one. Or. Yeah, you can go to a wedding like our topic today, or you know, hit up an arcade. That's another thing that I I took my son to Dave and Buster's this last week. Did we, your daughter beat him at a race car she, race? She did. Didn't but, she four? Yes, but but the what stuck out in my mind, other than her astounding driving skills was he and i picking up the the guns on the rambo game and and having at it and when we finished up you know i was doing cover fire for him for like 10 minutes and then i died because i'm sitting there trying to keep them all off of the the six-year-old and then he goes on for another about three minutes before he loses his last life point and he turns around and he's like well dad it was a good try i wish you would have made it a little further though but i was covering <laughs> you and i was like yeah boy <laughs> exactly yeah that that's about it <laughs> that's one of those fishing stories, isn't it? Well, you know, that's that's what it comes down to as being a father, is yeah. that, you know, you, you take the hits and try to protect the kids. You covered him so well that he thought he was covering you. Yeah. And that's that's what it means to be a parent. And that's what it means to be a husband. And that's what it means to be a wife. And that's what it means to be a part of a group in an emergency, is that you cover each other so well that the, the weaker people don't realize it. They don't even realize they're being covered. They just know that they're safe. Yeah. And that's it's all about safety, people. I mean, we we love our families and we want to provide that shelter and that safety and that that comfortable feeling. And when when the world changes drastically in the blink of an eye, you want to be able to still provide them with that safety and that comfort. Normalcy. That's the word I've used used all throughout this entire project that has been Ready Radio is normalcy and in the most unnormal circumstances. And let's talk about unnormal circumstances. Let me ask you, what do you know about normalcy? (laughs) Earthquakes and and, and droughts droughts and hurricanes and tornadoes and divorces. 
I mean, all of these horrible disasters that shake a family to its core, and yet in the middle of that, you can provide normalcy for the children. You can can provide some stability, and that's what being prepared is. That's the essence of being prepared is to go through something, and it's not avoiding it. It's not that you run away and and avoid what's happening. It's that you go through it and come out the other side a better person for it. And it's it's all it's like every day where you just stick a bandaid over it and kiss the boo boo and it's all okay for your four year old mm-hmm. because they didn't realize that any of the other storm was going on because your home retained its normalcy right and that's that's the crux and we can do this through you know having food on hand that they're used to and that we can provide normal meals even when the power's out we can do this by introducing elements into their daily lives like the fireplace we can do this through so many different ways camping outings i'm still really big about the camping outing and taking kids foraging and and taking take take your fiance if, you're, if your fiancé isn't willing to, to eat a mountain house meal occasionally and go camping and, and help you build a fire, they're not equally yoked with you. And you're going to have trouble all your life. No matter how good it seems now, you know, trouble will come. Trust me, from, from all the divorces I've done, I can tell you that no matter how good it seems in the beginning, if you're not equally yoked, it's not going to end well. Folks, you've been listening to Ready Radio. I hope you enjoy your Saturday. Spend some time with your family and friends this weekend. Get out there and enjoy it. Uh, we'll be back next Saturday right here on News Talk 1160. The Talk of the Town. You've been listening to Ready Radio with Doug and Aaron. It's emergency preparedness for everyone. Brought to you by True Prep. For all your prepping needs, visit True Prep online at truprep.com or visit a True Prep store in Roswell or Marietta. Tune in each week as Doug and Aaron get you ready for anything that comes your way. Ready Radio, Saturday mornings at 8, only on News Talk 1160, the talk of the town.